matter and technology and people have not really recognized the growing concern that racism has had in technology today. So we want to shed light on all of the race that's going on in technology today. So it's a case study I've been studying and it was by um, Jamo K. Donner and it was written in um, 1899 and it's called Racialized Technology. So in 1899, blacks dominated, black dominated schools talked about punctuality, neatness, obedience, instruction. And that was what was commonly taught to um, taught to the students through computers. But in white dominated schools, they were taught about creativity, independence, and higher level thinking skills. This shows the racist ways of technology because people didn't believe that blacks were capable of higher learning techniques and they thought that they needed help with grammar. The computer were used for drilling techniques. And pretty much drilling technique is, is like a form of education where you drill whatever you're learning until you get it right. So for instance, if you have a computer, you're working on the math problem, you know, 1.1 equals two, you have to you have to get it. So it's gonna keep telling you you're wrong until you get the answer. So that was primarily used in black schools. So the drilling technique, um, it was an answer, answer question format. So um, there was no active learning taking place. And by doing this, it tells that the student tells the student that the computer is right and that you're not. And it just it's just crazy to think about how well a student can just just be discouraged so quick. They can be very discouraged when they do not feel like they're learning anything. When it, they can try to guess all they want to, but it just doesn't promote healthy learning. They don't get to try to experience life. They don't get to try to, you know, work out problems and, you know, get to have that trial and error, but still come to the right answer. It's either a right or wrong answer. And it just talks about how it just, it just teaches blacks to be accepted, you know, it's either this way or it's nothing. I just hate to see that. So, you know, technology, these technology for blacks, it devastates their hopes, their dreams, and possibilities. And it's just it's just sad that you see that, you know, schools use computers as a way to condemn blacks and just to try to tell them that, you know, you're not gonna be really nothing more than, you know, what we tell you to do. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um the way they try to categorize you, they're making you seem like you don't want you don't don't go be an individual. Go be what, you, what we want you to be. Go fit in. Don't stand out. So just go do what, what we want you to do so you don't become nothing too outstanding, honestly. Yeah, and then, like, the learning, it just talks about, so pretty much it's, it's a predictive learning, so you really don't learn. So, you know, once you learn the technique and how to master the program, you're just going to go off of that. You're not actually trying to do that problem. So, like, you know, it tries to condemn, the, you know, blacks from, you know, becoming creators and, you know, being active learners and trying to, you know, be the problem solvers of the world. Trying to diminish their individuality, basically. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, brother. It's, you know, it's crazy. But, you know, I just think, you know, as a society, you know, once we highlight these problems, you know, we can kind of fix it. And, you know, I'm glad I read this article. And just, I never really thought about, I just think about growing up in school and, you know, doing different predictive learning activities because I grew up in a predominantly black school yeah. throughout my life so yeah. you know it would be different um, different learning things on the computer we're doing it's just like you know it's just it's a drilling technique and I never realized that's what they're doing I never you know thought about that okay maybe a white dominated school is having a different learning technique than me and this this was in 1999 and yeah. you 
obviously I wasn't even alive in 1999. Yeah, so just yeah, to think yeah. about it, it's still going on to this Today, day. Yeah. 22 years later, it's still going on. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. And um, the article I decided to focus on was an article called Media and Racism. It was written by Mary Beth Oliver, a professor of Pennsylvania State University. And basically, it talks about the influence media has on developing minds. And I feel like it relates back to the book we read, Race on Technology, because um, one of the main points she said was the way that individuals learn about other people and social groups aside from their their own is widely varied, including their schools, books, peers, family, and direct contact. And I feel like nobody's born with a set ideology. Like over time, they pick up different things from different family members or the things are installed in their head. So what you're taught is what you're going to believe and what you're going to perceive as the reality. So um, I feel yeah, I feel like nobody's born racist. And I saw this one article like I read in the book Racism on Technology. Um, it was an article, a Dove article, soap article. It was an African-American woman. And she went and took a shower, used the, the Dove soap. And when she got out the shower, she was she was a Caucasian woman. And I think if a five-year-old sees that, they're gonna be like, oh, black people are dirty, you know? Yeah, it definitely just makes, you know, especially like, imagine that being your little cousin, you know, mm-hmm. as, you know, being African-American, imagine that being your little cousin or even your daughter one day, just the fact that they think that they're not beautiful. Yeah. You know, just because they color their skin. Yeah, they just it shouldn't be that. We you know, you know, I, I talked about it with a couple of peers before. You know, beauty comes in all types of form, no matter you know the race, the gender, no matter what you want to go by. Beauty should not be defined by skin color until we accept the fact that race is literally just race, and it shouldn't be a determinant of anything in life. Mm-hmm. We cannot come together as a society, and it just it brings more problems than answers. It's yeah. Just, it's just sad to see it and you know i just you know i have plenty of friends that you know that come from different backgrounds and you know the thing that keeps us together is you know we don't look at the differences you know mm-hmm. we embrace our differences yeah, yeah, yeah. bring us together and by you know showing a commercial shows that you know it's like okay you no know, we can't coincide you know you're mm-hmm. dirty you know yeah i'm, I'm better than you this basically is. yeah brings us prejudice like um also i was doing some research and in the article, it showed that when you search up three black teens into Google, like automatically, like random mug shots pop up. Whereas if you search three white teens or three Asian teens, like kids that are smiling in classrooms or in parks, that comes up. So I feel like that also plays a role in influencing young minds and ignorant minds. And it definitely does. Cause I remember being in elementary school and I was always somebody that was just curious. So I was just like, I would Google my name. Yeah. Just to see, you know, I just want to see if anybody else had the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you would Google my name and then I would go to images and I would always see pictures of inmates. Yeah, yeah. And then I would Google some of like my white friends' names, you know, is I see, you know, businessmen, you know, lawyers and yeah, doctors and people stuff. in suits and yeah, ties. You know, but and, when I see my mm-hmm. name, it was just it was straight inmates. Yeah, know? it makes me feel bad about myself because of the color of my skin, like Am I going to go to jail because I'm black? Like, yeah, and it just made me think. Okay, that it makes, especially me being, you know, eight, seven years old at the time. It's like, okay, is that my future? Like, you know, people with my name is in prison. It's like, what, what does that show for me? Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy the fact that you know Google. That's the first thing that pops up. Now, granted, you know, it it could be a Lakeith Denard that's in prison. Yeah, but the fact that there's not there's not that many people with the same exact name, so there shouldn't be 
different pictures of black people mm-hmm. and inmates because there's no way they got all got the same names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just shows the racist way that technology works. Yeah, that remind me of when we read the book. Um, when when you're applying for a job, if an employer sees an African American name, they're least likely to hire you because of your name and that like they predict your skin color. Whereas if it was a Caucasian name, they're three times more likely to get the job based off of their name, even if the African-American person had more experience or was more credentials. They're basically gonna get it because they're white, honestly, so. Yeah, they never, a lot of the times they don't wanna base it off of, you know, you can have all the credentials in the world, you can have the best, you know, resume, but because of your name, mm-hmm. you know, you just don't get a fair shot at it. And this is yeah. sad to see that mm-hmm. because you know, you don't choose your name. You don't, yeah. You don't have a choice in the matter. You know, you're born with your name. Yeah. So I shouldn't be judged by my name because I didn't get to have a choice in it. So that's why, you know, and it's sad that, you know, we as African Americans sometimes, you know, you know, we have to, okay, maybe we shouldn't name our child this and that because. Yeah, we, we, we shouldn't have to pick and choose names based off of how successful our child's going to be. It shouldn't, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you know, especially when a lot of names come from, you know, deep origins and have deep meanings and, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, and I know it's different, but it's, it's not like we're trying to, you know, be complicated. It's just it, it's special to us. And yeah. We shouldn't have to dictate that. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't have an effect on our future. It should be like a, a testament to our past rather than our future. Like where we came from, not where we were going. And I just know, like, even with computers, computers can be somewhat racist, racist too. Like, even with webcams. I know, like, I remember reading an article and it was just talking about how, you know, webcams have a hard time sometimes picking up on dark faces. And I can... I can relate to that because for football we have a lot of zoom meetings and stuff sometimes so i remember you know i always looked at my camera and i would turn on a lot of lights in the room and just i just wanted to like you know it's like i'm not really getting you know mm-hmm. and exposure, like, yeah. you know i always thought maybe just the lighting in the room but you know i'm turning the light on my desk and turn the light on behind me the overhead light you know i'm still kind of dark and i just remember my, my coach pointed out to me one time and he was just like he's like keep me to turn some light on in the room you know we can barely see you yeah and you know it kind of hurt me because like you know i literally had on all the lights in the room and you know let alone my camera didn't you know pick it up and you know it's not my computer's not an out-of-date computer it's a fairly new computer so yeah it's just and then i remember reading racing technology and it talks about you know a lot of times these software companies you know they they've seen that as a problem but they choose not to fix it you know they i guess they they feel like it's not a problem it's not it's not important yeah, it's not important to me, you know, maybe they might be looking at the cost of it or, you know, they just don't feel like, the, you know, the demographic is, you know, worth fixing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that they can't change it. Yeah. It's that they don't want to change it. Yeah. And it just, you know, it just shows that, you know, it kind of makes, you know, blacks look like, okay, now we're in the camera, we look too dark, you know, we don't want to be on, you know, the face, you know. You don't want to face up. Now we in class. We don't want to talk because you know we scared somebody gonna judge us because of our skin color. It's just, yeah. It brings so much more prejudice. Yeah, it's like a snowball effect. And you know that's just the way technology technology has affected us in so many different ways that we don't even, don't even realize. Mm-hmm. The crazy part is it has the potential to be positive, yet it's still it's still so negative. Like social media has a lot of power. It can bring so much good, yet and still people choose to focus on the negative aspects. But I think that's also a rock, the problem with our society. Like, we focus on so much on the negative. Like, if you look at the news, it's always negative, negative, negative. But that's because it grabs people's attention. People are more focused on negative than positive. I yeah, think no. that's one big problem, too. Yeah, we don't want to uplift everybody. So yeah. We can use technology to uplift, you know, and build and, you know, show that everybody's beautiful. But yet we choose to see, okay, Criticize. this person is yeah. very dark, you know. 
oh, we can't see them or, you know, oh, you know, black is not beautiful or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever color, black, you know, any race, black, white, Asian, you know, it was like, we always choose to find a way to talk about somebody. Yeah, know? in a negative and, way, yeah. And it's like technology, especially, you know, like with social media, says like, we find a way to make it even worse. Mm-hmm. You know, when cameras first came out in photographs, you know, you know, blacks, you know, were underrepresented in the photos, but, you know, sometimes it wasn't always a big idea because, you know, you didn't have the social media aspect. Yeah, it didn't make it. So you would see it in these magazines and, you know, you'd be like, okay, this, you know, it's kind of dark, can't really see. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you have that same picture nowadays and then now you're blowing up on, on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, yeah. and yeah, now you're a meme. And, yeah, you know, making it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now people are talking bad about you. They're just, you know, it's so sad to, um, to see that. Yeah, I shouldn't be afraid to go out into the world based off somebody's opinion on me. Are they going to judge me? Are they going to say this about me? It shouldn't be like that. I should be comfortable in my own skin without somebody else judging me. Yeah, it's just sad to say, you know, you know, you post a picture, you know, you do anything. Because, you know, when you post a picture, the whole world can see. You never know. Even though you might have this amount of followers, you never know how it can get to somebody else. And yeah. I, you know, as a black man, I have to think, okay, dang. What somebody else might have to say about me? Okay, mm-hmm. do, do that. Do I fit a stereotype that somebody has? Yeah, do yeah, I? Yeah. Oh, my to, name. Do they don't like the way I pose? They don't like the way I look. Or do I look too dark? You know, you're trying to avoid certain stereotypes. Yeah, and, you know, definitely being a dark skin. You know, I'm, I have very dark skin tone, so you know, sometimes that can bring out insecurities. You know, taking pictures and stuff because you know, the internet is cruel. Mm-hmm. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the internet is cruel. So it's just, you just have to think, okay. This, this technology that was created for the good can bring me down, can bring my mood down so quick. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to think about. Yeah. I think we had a good discussion, man. I appreciate you, whoever's listening for listening. And but I thank you. This is Keith Denard. This is Destin Patrick. And y'all have a good day.